Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everybody, once again to our weekly The Family School of Thought. Hope everybody had a good week. And in case I don't forget to tell you later, remind that remember to like share our like website. subscribe and follow yes great anyway i like, like to do it subscribers and there's i don't like this i don't know anyways <laughs> um and again if you have any questions or anything you want to tell us or share with us um the family school of thought at gmail.com right yes okay well Jess, how about getting us going with a fact? Oh, yes. I uh, forgot about that again, but I have it ready. So, <laughs> amazing facts, um, mental floss, amazing facts, calendar. Nearly a quarter of all of your body's bones are in your feet. Wow. So, wow. Just think. So many interesting facts. Toe bones. So there's more bones in your feet than anywhere else in your body? Well, a quarter of your bones. A quarter of your bones. Yeah. I thought you said nearly all of your yeah. bones. Okay. No, nearly a quarter oh, got of it. all your bones. Okay. Right. And then a good majority of bones are in your ears, too. I knew that one. Though. Fun fact. Fun Interesting. Fact. Interesting. Cass, yeah. I've been singing that song all week long. I don't like my knees. Yeah, I'm creepy about it all week long. <laughs> and I, of course, I looked it up on the internet and watched a couple stories about the girl and stuff. So, mm -hmm. but it's been creepy all week. <laughs> That's the point. So, you got another good song for us to get creeped out about? Um. Well, this one's not. It's kind of creepy, but it's um. A little bit more of a um, nothing really bad happened from it, or like you know, no backstory is really bad, but it is kind of just the more you think about it, it's kind of a little gross kind of thing. Um, but so this, I'll start playing the song. This is the song, and I know you guys probably know it because I remember playing this song a lot when I was younger. Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty. Yes, you do. Times Square can shine as bright as you. I swear it's true. Do you remember me playing that song? Yeah, I love that song. Really? I love it. Oh, yeah. And I always said I was going to name a dog Delilah. I really love the name Delilah, too. Um... But unfortunately, Delilah is a real person. I love this song. <laughs> it's not. It's not really bad. It's and it's. Um, the words kind of tell you all about it, don't they? It's like he's off to school. They're off. Anyways, go ahead and tell me there. So Delilah is a real person. Um, she is. She was uh, a college student uh, at Columbia University. Uh, I think she was like a track star or something like that. Um, but. <laughs> 
Unfortunately, the lead singer of the Plain White Tees, so this song is Hey There Delilah by the Plain White Tees, um, and the lead singer Tom wrote this song, um, and they weren't even in a relationship. Uh, they weren't in a relationship. He oh. had just met her at a party, and she had already had a boyfriend at the time. Um, and so all of a sudden, she meets this guy, and she's like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And th- that summer, like, you know, a couple months later, this song is blowing up everywhere. And the more you, like, listen to the song, it's, you know, you're a thousand five miles away, but that doesn't seem that far, right? You know, <laughs> I can take a plane, a train, a car. So it's more, you know, kind of like, maybe not the best idea for a song. Well, and there was like, fired him to write the song. Well, so that's what she like later on went to say was that, you know, if, you know, he could have met any person and he would have wrote a song about them kind of thing. Um, There was like rumors that she had put a restraining order against him. Um, but I don't think, I think those ones kind of were like, t- took the story a little too far. Um, because she later on joined, you know, the Plain White Tees at the Grammys that year. So I don't think she had too bad feelings about it. I think it was just kind of at first very like awkward and creepy. Yeah. It would be creepy. Yeah. Like the more you think about it, like, awesome. yeah, the more you think about it, it's like, okay, that's nice, I guess. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. You know, um, this again this is probably another show for us but there's a, a book called the soul's code that i wrote or read a long time ago and um it's kind of like that like how like you know your life uh, just somebody you meet in a supermarket can really influence your entire life yeah. you know you, maybe you only knew them for a minute maybe you never even talked to them but something about them could change your mind about you know how you do it and one example in the book this was many years ago. I read this book, but um, um, it was uh, this girl was with her mom. She was like five. She was in the grocery store, and this lady had green hair. You know, so you know she didn't talk to her or anything, but that just stuck in her mind. This lady with green hair, and of course, she became like a hairdresser, and she was famous in New York for doing hair to famous people, I guess. But that you know, just meeting some. She the lady it was just standing next to her in the grocery line when she was five, and that, you know, influenced the rest of her life. Oh, yeah. At the time, you were really little, and, you know, as a parent, you think, oh, you know, I've got to make sure that they're, we're setting everything up right for them, we're doing everything right, and, and uh, this book was all about, you could do all that work trying to influence your kids in the right direction, but really, somebody they meet in the grocery store and never even talk to for five minutes could influence how their life goes, you know? I agree with that, yeah. It was really interesting. Again, that's probably a topic for them. I know, show, but... <laughs> <laughs> so that, like, that doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that he'd write that song, because just, just meeting somebody can inspire you to write something like that. She should be flattered, actually. Yeah, I. Uh, I think as a woman, we have to like. Yeah, like it's there's a line, and especially like, I feel like if maybe the words of the song were like so much about I'll go wherever you go, like I'll be there wherever you are. You shine as bright as a star. Like I think maybe it would have been a little different. (laughs) The song, if I remember right, is like. 
they meet in college. It's about the meeting in college. Um, and they kind of like go their own ways, but they're still trying to get together. So he said he said that he wrote the song. So I think this is also something that maybe contributed to the fact was that I think when he did interviews about the song, he said it was about a long distance relationship. Um, and he kind oh. of made it seem like it was a relationship he was in. Um, and so later on when people figured out who Delilah was, you know, and she was like, no, we were never in a relationship. Um, he kind of had to backtrack and be like, well, I meant like a a fictitious, you know, relationship of if you were in a long distance relationship. Which makes it a little bit more creepy. Which makes, like, it's every little thing, like, kind of puts it uh, a little. It can be about a long distance relationship. It doesn't have to be about my long distance Right, right. But. What does Dumbledore say? Just because it happens in your head doesn't mean that it's not real. Right. It <laughs> happened in my alternative. But that makes it really <laughs> creepy that he's imagining this relationship yeah. with her. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. who knows? But okay. not the worst creepy, but I did still want to put it on the list because it, it does have a lot of rumors about it. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know a lot of good songs, anyhow, because so far I've yeah. liked every one of the songs that you brought up. I learned from the best. What can I say? Yeah. And some go. of the best songs are the creepiest songs. Some of the best songs are really <laughs> creepy. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm always really good about, like, when I hear a song to really get what's the song about and who mm-hmm. wrote it and what's the, you know, that's why I like that. Mm-hmm. So much is because all of her songs are about something that really happened to her, and it's a story, you know. Right. Um, I'm surprised I didn't know that. In the Manic Monday too, I'm surprised I didn't know that story. Although now that I look back and looked at that, I remember. Not Manic Monday. Manic Monday is a different song altogether. I don't like Mondays. Is what this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why I don't? Yeah. Right. Okay. All right, Jess. I think you're up this week. You got a good story for us. Yeah, so not so much of a story, but like there's some mystery behind this. So it's a celebrity death, and um, there's just been some controversy about kind of what actually happened, what caused the death. There's many celebrity deaths that could fall into this, but today I'm going to talk about Brittany Murphy. I knew it! So for. I love Brittany for Murphy. Our, yeah, so for our listeners, and especially maybe some of the younger listeners who may not know who she is, she was a she was a great actress, and I feel like when she died, she was 32 when she died, she was kind of like almost at the peak of her celebrity, I, I feel like. You know, like she was really becoming that that well-known name, that household name, but she was in TV shows like Party of Five, Sister, Sister, Boy Meets World, which again, younger viewers may not know any of those shows, but those are from the early 90s. They're on Netflix now. They can watch them Um, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Boy Meets World is on Disney Plus. So, you know, (laughs) we watch that. I don't know about Party of Five and I think it's on Netflix because I swear I watched Um, it recently. I don't remember being in any television shows, but I remember being in movies. Yeah, and yeah, I remember her being in Sister Sister. I I think that's that was how, like the first time that I ever Taya, saw her. Those twin sisters, Tia and Tia. Yeah, Tia, Tia yeah. and Tamara. Oh, shoot. Right. Tia and I remember Tamara. that show, but I don't remember Brittany. I can't remember their last names, which is bad. But um, Mallory. yeah. So, but then she was also in 
um, Drop Dead Gorgeous. And she was in Clueless, which I think that was like her breakthrough. Or right. I think that was her first movie ever was Clueless. Right. Um, but I think that's kind of where she's known from the best. I, I mean, when I think of Brittany Murphy, that's kind of where I go to as well. But she was also in Freeway with um, what I don't know. I guess with Reese Witherspoon and Keeper Sutherland. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that movie. Um, but then she was in Eight Mile, and she was in Girl Interrupted, which oh. I don't remember her being in that movie. Oh yeah. Um, like, she's the chicken girl in Girl Interrupted. Played that uh, she hung herself in the shower. Yeah, like her her dad oh, always paid oh, for everything, oh, and so they went yeah, to her house. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Such a good. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I knew she was in the, or I I forgot she was in that, but um, yeah, and then she was in Uptown Girl, which is kind of one of those feel good movies with uh, Dakota Fanny when she was a little little mini Dakota. Um, but she's been in a lot of things. Um, she did a lot of those like romantic movies you know, yeah it, yeah and she did oh shoot what is it called with ashton kushner yeah um, well they were a couple they yeah were they were a couple married. i think after they i think uh, it's just married isn't it it's something about being married yeah it is yeah they go to like europe or something like that I right think. um i think they were they may have been engaged but i don't know if they were i can't remember if they were married um or not so but she's been in a lot of stuff and uh Yes, Cassie, it is. Just married. Um, and then Little Black Book. And then, um, I don't know. That Those were all in, like, the early 2000s. And, if, like, she died in 2009. So, I feel like, she, again, she was, like, kind of just right at that peak moment of kind of making it into that superstardom when she died. So, I don't know if you guys know anything about her death or um kind of I remember it pretty well if you guys remember it I, it was in 2009 Cassie so you would have been in high school right uh yeah I think I was a freshman or sophomore yes first freshman or sophomore yeah because I think 0809 I think was my freshman year so depending on when she died yeah so um yeah she died December 20th of 2009 yeah so i've been a freshman or no i'm sorry mm -hmm. i would have been a sophomore yeah so um mom do you know who britney murphy is <laughs> yeah i can see okay yeah you're not you're googling her or anything are you uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> you would know her if you've seen her yeah yeah, I, I know. yeah. and she was actually i think i mentioned her in my doppelganger topic too because yeah. Oh, yeah, you said I can't remember the, the the there's a girl and I can't remember her name. Oh, it's another no, actress that's young right now. Leah Leah I can't, no I can't remember. Leah isn't it Lily or Lily Leah Lily, Lily, Lily Rainer, like yeah I don't know Lily Lily Rayner yeah something like that I like I knew it when yeah, you we like did that. the she's story and now I can't, yeah yeah I knew it I knew yeah. it perfectly when I know we did she's the story. in Riverdale and she's was dating or is dating Cole Sprouse mm -hmm. or Spruce, whatever his name, one of those, those twins. Um, so yeah, I mentioned Brittany Murphy in that podcast too, but so, um, sorry, I'm getting an echo. So I keep stopping. <laughs> I think one of you guys are talking. Um, so she died pretty unexpectedly and there was a lot of kind 
mercy and and mercy on how she died or what caused her death. Um, in my research, I've seen that there's, you know, like it was said that she died by natural causes, but really her death was ruled by the coroner's office as a um, death due to pneumonia. Um, and the, But she was very anemic. She was taken into the hospital and then she passed away after the 911 call, like two hours later at 10 o'clock in the morning, she passed away. Um, and she had um, a numerous like over-the-counter drugs in her system at the time nothing that was illegal and all all of them were um more like common cold type of treatment right. like medicine treatments but she died at the hospital two hours after um her mom and husband called 911 and she was transported she died of a um, cardiac arrest no she died of a heart attack probably because her heart was just overworking but her death was ruled due to pneumonia. Um, so that like that was kind of surprising to everybody. But apparently she had been sick for at least like t- two weeks. Um, but when the EMTs arrived, she was so sick that to the point where her lips and hands were blue and she was gasping for breath. So like she was way beyond just being at home sick. Um, she should have been into the hospital. And even the doctors had said if she would have came in, you know, a week or even a couple of days before December 20th, she would have survived. It wouldn't have been an issue. Um, but she was sick for at least two weeks, never went to the doctors, but apparently her and her husband, um, were they were like holistic medicine believers. So they tried to resolve everything on their own or just do different things to kind of help get them healthy again. So it was on, it, it was like a, it was kind of, nobody knew it. It was kind of a surprise. I remember it being kind of like a shock. So after her, her death, when her husband, who she had married in 2007, Simon Monjack being at her home with her mother, Sharon Murphy, and her husband, Simon Monjack, at the time of her death. But I don't know if you guys remember this, but they were doing like photo shoots of, you know, like acting like almost like they were a couple and like, oh, we're leaning on each other for support. And but it was they actually did like photo shoots together, like a engagement type shoot, like they were wrapped in each other's arms. And it was just really weird. And it was a weird situation. They did a Larry King interview that um, I thought was kind of odd, too, because in some places it said that Brittany Murphy was found in her bathroom unconscious when her mom found her in the bathroom unconscious and she never really recovered. But then in the Larry King interview with her mom and her husband, they had said her last words were to her mom, which she said, I'm dying. I'm going to die. I love you, mommy. So it seems kind of weird that like there's differing stories. And then there was also the the mom and her husband had kind of changed their stories every time they talked to somebody or found new information. Um, they, there was a time where they thought it was toxic mold and her mom, Sharon, had denied that. And then later, like a month or two later or sometime later, she was adamant that it was toxic mold. 
but their coroner's office kept saying nope it wasn't toxic mold there she had no um no kind no symptoms or anything in her system that showed that it was toxic mold however she had like 10 different metals in her in her system or like she had her hair tested and there's kind of that's another thing i'm kind of jumping around a little bit but her dad got involved with it and didn't believe or thought her mom was poisoning her at some point and so wanted her hair to be tested for poison and they found like 10 different metals in her hair strands and so then yeah. that's when the mom kind of was saying oh it must be toxic mold but um they don't know it could have been lead poisoning so that's where like there was was it just a normal lead poisoning type of situation um because there were reports too that towards the end of her life she kind of started i don't want to say going insane but became became like delirious and so that's one of the symptoms of lead right and that's one of the symptoms of lead poisoning and so just like not making sense and when she was on on set because she her final movie it didn't come out until 2014 and I didn't write it down, but it was it was um, shot in 2009. But like, I think and I believe she was fired from the movie, but uh, she was unable to stand up. She was just not her her normal, like her normal self, which anybody that knew Brittany, she was just kind of full of life, always happy, go lucky. Um, and I'm talking like I know who she is and I knew her personally, but, you know, she was just a lot of energy. And so it was not her normal kind of personality on that. But then it got even more weird when her husband died of very similar symptoms. He died of pneumonia in the exact spot, basically where she died as well. I totally forgot he died. I thought he was still alive. He died. Yeah, no, he died in May of, of 2010. So five months later, six months later. I, I think it was like five and a half months later, you know, between five and six months later, he had died. And so that was something too that like, it just kind of shocked the world, like what's happening? Maybe it was the toxic mold in their house. You know, maybe it was this, but um, it just kind of, there's a lot of different things that, you know, her and her mom were really close, but did her mom poison her? her and her husband to get her to get Brittany Murphy's mother money um but and that's what her, Brittany's dad who's his name is Angelo I don't know how to pronounce his last name Bertoldi I think it's I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name but apparently he is involved in the mob or he was at some point and he was in prison for most of her life because of racketeering and you know some crimes that he had but he was constantly kind of pointing the finger at Sharon Murphy her mom saying that she poisoned her and she's the one that caused the death um and then there was there was I know a a theory that her husband was poisoning her because he is kind of a known or he was known like a known con artist at the time and people were shocked when they got married in 2007. I think they met in early 2007. They were only knew each other about a year before they got married. And um, uh, but apparently in the, the what I could find is he basically stole like 80% of Brittany Murphy's money before she died. 
so then when she died and everything got turned over everything was her whole estate was given to her mom and when her mom tried to you know sell some of her jewelry or do it she found all of it was fake or for the most part it was all fake all these trusts that her husband had said that he had you know put in Britney's name all this money all these bank accounts all of it turned out to be fake um and so she Britney's mom Sharon basically was left without anything um so if she did poison her I don't know I guess that's a good karma on that one because she didn't end up with anything but I just find it kind of weird too that since since uh Britney's husband Simon had passed away she could uh, Britney's mom kind of just shut her mouth and she's stayed out of the limelight since then but I remember her mom was doing interviews after interviews and kind of talking about it and you know really trying to it like seemed like she was trying to get that um sympathy you know card you know, like she was playing that sympathy card which I mean she lost her daughter so there's granted she had something to be um sad about but is she still just, alive she, today? she is yeah she's still alive and i um i don't know exactly where she lives you know if she lives in the house where both Brittany and her husband died um or if she's moved i'm assuming she's probably moved at this point but um it is like she's just kind of stayed out of that limelight but i remember watching her mom and her husband with those photo shoots and like the interviews it just seemed over the top at the time, right. you know, and um, it just seemed odd for, you know, she was trying to be this, like, come off across as this grieving mom and him the grieving spouse, but in reality, it just came off as, like, something's not right with this situation, right. and I remember watching it on the news and kind of thinking that, too, but, but in some point during their, the mom, Sharon, and husband, um, Simon, why they were talking about the, you know, being shocked about Britney's death at some point during those interviews or the, during that time, it was revealed that Sharon and Simon shared a bed. I don't know if it was, you know, sexual or intimate, but they came and said, you know, they admitted to sharing a bed and, you know, being each other's like support system. And it became more of a they were almost like in a relationship with each other which is kind of that's weird I mean weird right it's just weird uh um on that one so there's a lot of conspiracy on what actually happened you know for the reports that we like that we can have you know the coroner's report the coroner basically said it you know it was pneumonia it was normal but there's also you know her Brittany's dad, Angelo, has said that he believes it's the, the government that killed her because apparently she was a witness um, to the FBI in some kind of crime or some situation. Um, and so, you know, he believed at one point, at least, that she was killed because of what she knew. And so, I mean, there, there's just so many different stories or theories out there. Um, and while I was doing this research, I found out that HBO Max just released in October a document, a two-part documentary series on, you know, what happened to Brittany Murphy. 
So I was going to watch it. And then I said, no, I don't want to watch it because I don't want my views to be kind of skewed. I want to know what I know and what I can kind of find on the internet. Um, but there, you know, somebody out there, at least one person, but um, I mean, they're making a documentary about it or they made one. And, and you watched um, it now? It's out now? Yeah. So it's on HBO Max. And let me find, I forget I what it's called. Watch that. Because what I yes. remember, and of course, this is what, you know, I remember um, for entertainment purposes only. Right. Um, I remember that, you know, like when she married that guy, like the Hollywood people were like really like they couldn't believe that she would marry this right he was like right. a lot older than she was and he was right. heavy and you know like she was so you know right. young beautiful and pretty and had her everything right. going for her and she marries this really odd character and he was very um shifty like people didn't i think he right. was in some scams and stuff and, right. and her yeah. mother didn't like him and so she bought this house oh i don't remember that was if I don't, if I remember right, her mother was dying of cancer. So she bought this house, mm. had her mother move in, you know, for her final days. That she'd be in a nice luxury, you know, it was a Hollywood mansion type thing. Right. And so right. she bought that. Well, then he come along, you know, and they right. got married like right away. And, her, and the right. mother yeah. and him didn't get along at all. And so they were fighting and everything. Well, then when she died, all of a sudden the mother and him, you know, stood yeah. together. You know, it was like you didn't even like, like each other before. Now all of a sudden you're gonna, you know, and um it was very questionable how she died, you know. And I right. remember being um um really she died of um like Nightwell, you know, like something like that. Right. And that's what yeah. She was so sick and she kept taking that and drink, you know, and she was taking way too much. Right. And that's really what killed her was that, you know. Right. And um, and that's a yeah. Was that's she a, I, by any chance? This would be interesting for me to know if she was um, a Scientologist. That I don't know. I don't know that. Well, actually, you know what? On Wikipedia, I did see somewhere that she was a non-denominational Christian. Okay. At least, or so, she was raised at that. You know, but I did see it somewhere. Actually, now that I think of it, but yeah, she, I know. And that was something too that was weird is that when she died. Her husband at first didn't want to do an autopsy and he had, I want to say he told Larry King, um, he had said like his reasoning was like, oh, like she's got such a nice, beautiful, curvy body. Why would I want to destroy that? Oh, and which is like, who says that after you're dead? <laughs> right. And you know, like, and don't you want to know what happened to her? So it's just like, it was really creepy. Um, here's his quote he told larry king this pristine body that was curvy in all the right places and skin like silk how could i say in front of my mom cut her up (laughs) yeah Ah. okay like so and yes she was 32 he was 40 when he died so there was um almost like a nine nine year yeah nine years i thought that they were for their part too but Yeah. yeah and i I read somewhere too that, you know, like all of her friends tried, even up to until the day of the wedding, tried to convince her right. not to go through with it. Her, she did get fired from, again, this is what I remember, but yeah. she did get fired from that last movie she was in. And it was a big deal that she was, you know, she was a star in this movie. And she right. kind of, um, like all of her friends and her 
people were like, since she's gotten with him, she's yeah, really he was very I mean, they were like right. watching her spiral out of control since and all right. because of this guy that she met and married. Right. And that's what, like, he was very controlling and, you know, like, you know, tried to tell her exactly what to do and what to wear, you know, those kind of things. Right. Right. We have a singer in the background. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know he if you guys past, can hear that. I think he had a past with somebody before her, like another movie star, you know, that he was involved with. I can't Well, Nessa, I did read somewhere too that he was in and I but I don't believe she was um an American citizen or she wasn't, you know, like a I think she was a foreigner um I don't remember where she was from, but and they were married were engaged or something and she was pregnant and she came over to the United States to like live with him and m maybe get married. And when she landed, he was supposed to be at the airport to pick her up and he just never showed up and he ghosted her. She never heard from him again. And um, I did read some interviews say, at the time, like some of her friends were mm -hmm. like, they knew he had a bad history. So like right, right. from the beginning, right. they're like trying to like steer him, her away from him, but. Right. Yeah. But that's what, and I know I read somewhere in one of the things too, that apparently Brittany Murphy never even knew that this other lady had been pregnant and he had a kid with somebody else. So oh. she had no idea what that. So I don't know how true that one is, but um, that's what, you know, but I know her, so her dad filed lawsuits against the Los Angeles um, coroner's office and the Los Angeles police department, he, uh, hoping to be able to kind of get his, his um, Brittany Murphy's body re-examined to have a new autopsy done and um, to try to kind of get down to it uh, on what exactly happened. Was she poisoned? Was she, did she die of toxic mold? But that was something too that like, I couldn't find anywhere with the toxic mold that kept coming up. And that's one thing that I remember it like being in the news articles about, but I don't remember. And I couldn't find anywhere that they actually like somebody went into the house to like examine the house for toxic mold. Because when you think if you died of mold, oh, that it would be in your house, you know, like, I was thinking, well, why did, if, if toxic mold come up, why, why was, wasn't that house investigated? I did hear that right. that house was filled with mold, and they had they wondered if that was. Okay. But that's what that's why I was wondering about her mother, because if she was dying of cancer when she bought the house, you know, like on her right. bed, and right. yet she moves in and the mold doesn't affect her, and she's still alive today, you know, like right, right, yeah, and that's a yeah. So and then, and then I, I mean, I just think too. Again, like I feel like in 2009, you know, maybe she had kind of fallen in a little bit but you know early to mid 2000s you know 2005 2004 2005 she was in a lot of big movies and right. you know she was in like she was almost that it girl in almost right. everything right. right so you know like with a mold issue in the house like couldn't she have afforded a cleaning lady or right. a cleaning right. service i shouldn't say cleaning lady well, but a cleaning yeah, service but you know but Black like mold would be in the wall, right? So but that's just, but really when you down. do when you buy a house, they they look for that kind of stuff, and 
I don't know. I guess it could be hidden, but it just it seemed kind of odd to me. I feel like I don't know that that one just seemed kind of weird to me. So my whole thing, I kept thinking, oh, it like it must like I always thought it must have been her mom that you know like was poisoning her daughter and then poisoned her husband. But then I like right before the podcast, I got kind of thinking about it. What if this was something that Brittany Murphy realized her husband kind of stole everything from her? She knew it would kind of ruin her reputation. She, Brittany Murphy was known to be very, um, she was, didn't have confidence in herself and she was very, you know, like self-conscious and, you know, so what if she found out that everything she had was gone and she was embarrassed to like go through that. So she decided to, kind of poison herself and then poison her husband. And obviously she was a tiny girl, so she died first. Right. I don't know. So it's kind of like a murder-suicide. I don't want to, like, think that way, but that was something that I'm like, hmm, maybe that is something that happened. And again, maybe it's addressed in that it's the HBO, um, that docu, um, I guess you could call it a docu-series, but it's a two-part documentary. Um, and it's called "What Happened to Brittany Murphy." I'm gonna have to look that so up. So maybe it is addressed in there, or you know, I do feel like most most documentaries, you know, they've tried or they say they're unbiased, but in reality, whoever's creating it obviously has their theory, and they're gonna push their own theory right. on that. And so, but um, I mean, it is sad, but she, I mean, she had there was she had elevated levels of hydrocodone which is an opioid, it, you know, back then it wasn't, you know, in 2009, it wasn't the crisis that it is now, but right. she had that antihistamine, which is, you know, like a painkiller and methamphetamine, which is the NyQuil, DayQuil um, type of things. And then I don't know how to even uh, something else. So, but all of them are legal. Right. So it was just a more over the counter. And then some of, the pain medications. And I did read somewhere too that her husband, Simon, had seizures and migraine issues. So some of these medications, like I'm assuming the hydrocodone is probably his, like a migraine medication kind of thing. Um, but I mean, or if you have any kind of surgery, they give that to you. It's a painkiller. So, um, but that's something, you know, like it wasn't any illegal drugs or anything. And it could have been, you know, just a mix of all those drugs together that kind of created the, the poisoning and stuff. But I mean, she had pneumonia when she died and she was very anemic. So she had very low iron levels, um, which it, it's kind of odd, I guess. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? What do you... What do you think happened to her? Well, I do think it was, um, I think there was probably was some foul play somewhere along the line because her mm-hmm. life was so going in the right direction. And as soon as she right. meets this guy, they got married right away. Her mm-hmm. life spun out of control. And um, it seems odd that that would happen. Something about the mother, though, you know, because I remember her, her mother was on death's door dying of cancer and that's why she bought that yeah. house because I, her mother had moved her out from new york just her you know 
left her job, packed her up, right. moved to California to make her a star. So her mother didn't have any income or career going at the time. But, right. Uh, so it was important for her to like buy this house because my mom's dying of cancer, and I want to you know show her that we made it and all the stuff on her last day. Yeah, she's the one that survived it all. You know, right? That's right. weird to me. And I do remember them, her mother, and that guy being on doing the television circuits after she died, and thinking, well, they hated each other. Like all of a sudden, now they're you know a couple. You know, well, it was weird. You, even right. if you didn't, like it seems so odd now. I mean, I remember back in the early two thousands when there was like quite a few celebrities dying and this was like such a popular thing for like their loved ones to like go on and do like not just like an interview yeah, but like circuits true. of interviews and it's like that's so odd because you know they're getting paid for that and now it it's is. like it's, it's so, so creepy well, one thing though one thing though back in the 90s 80s and 90s those type of shows were popular larry king you know mm -hmm. i mean he was a big deal so if larry king asked you to be on your show you're gonna do it. So if you had something like that going on, they would, you know, they would go on the show because it was, uh, you know, everybody watched Larry King. Right. We watched. I, well, and then, I know. I right. Know, but it's just. And then so I odd. mean, they're, I, I'm assuming that they got some kind of payment from it too. Right. So that would be I something know. too. I don't like know if they paid them to do that. Oh yeah. But they got recognition. They have so to. Then they could sell a book, whatever. You, you know? they yeah. have to basically. Typically, when you go on those interviews, yeah. Because you could like but it, you go it's on those your... interviews and that kind of show, they might pay your airway or your hotel, but they don't really pay you. Anything. No, they have to pay like I'm they have to pay you for basically your face. Like they have to get the buy the like kind of like copyright. Um, because if they don't, mm -hmm. like they can't really do anything with you. Like they can't show you on national television without your permission, kind of thing. And so mm -hmm. most of the time, that's you know, they pay you to do well, that. Back when I was a kid, young, they had a lot of, you know, there was um, uh, Merv Griffin, Dinosaur. Um, mm -hmm. There's probably eight or nine of those types of shows. They were on every day. And people made a living just being on those shows. They were a celebrity because they were on those shows. There's many Maybe they did some Broadway play at some point in their life. But now their career was making the rounds on these shows, you know. There's... So, there's but people who do that like now. That. There's, uh, uh, I don't want to if I'd call them celebrities, but they they're basically people who became famous from doing literally any show that they could get on, um, and not just like interviews, like you know game shows or uh, like oh. Maori shows. Right, a lot of game shows. That, yeah. that was part of their routine. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she was the Kim yeah. Kardashian of the 50s. She really yeah, never, right. I mean, she did the movies, but because she made it, you know, she just had a career she, of going around being on these shows and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can't and find... And that got her I was, all the movies, but she didn't really yeah, have a, right. a career. Right. She was an influencer. Mm-hmm. Back exactly. in the before it was a thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just looking up. I can't find anything about Brittany Murphy's mom since I think like 2012, 2013. She did an open letter, um, basically kind of in a response to Brittany's dad's claims about um, how Brittany died. So um, there's not really anything, but it did show that she had 
she was diagnosed with cancer twice and that Brittany Murphy was taking care of her. Um, so that is kind of odd to like, it's a weird situation um, for that. So I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. yeah. I think it's, I mean, what is that? And that's what, something too, though. Like what is that? Um, oh, I forget what that disease is. Where like mostly it's mothers, Munchausen. but it's a caregiver. Munchausen yeah. by proxy. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. like I was thinking that about that what, when you were talking. Yeah. Yeah. So is that something too, where like she was trying to get Brittany Murphy sick, you know, and like got you know a joy out of taking care of her? Mm. Um, I don't know. Oh, I just, think we would have seen signs again. of that before. Again, before, right? Again, you know, her mother was young and took her to Hollywood to be a star and maybe her mother was kind of right. like jealous that you know she became the big right, star right. to be right. the person people know. Yeah, or you know. you know, maybe her mom was fully innocent in this and, you know, yeah. it could be that too. And uh I don't know, I just I don't know. Maybe the government <laughs> no matter whether um, no, it's just no matter what if I sleeping in the same bed with your daughter's husband is very weird and definitely suspicious. Weird. weird. She kinda of, she kinda of took over Brittany's life. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Exactly. And that's what I remember too, is that like once Brittany Murphy passed away, it's like her mom just kinda of stepped into her shoes and into right. her marriage, which I just thought it was just like I remember it being cringy at the time too. It's just it was weird and cringy. Right, right. I don't know. If I remember the right, I think Brittany was her only daughter. Yes. And she just yeah. kind of devoted her whole life to making her daughter right. successful and stuff. Right. And maybe well But it's yeah. just She's yeah, definitely yeah. a talented girl. I mean you know Oh, for sure. Was, and then really, you know, like 32 is so young and you know it's just crazy i don't know so that's one of the the celebrity death that's kind of a, a mystery i did over 20. i don't know is it 27 27 27 27 yeah yes she did mom if she died at 27, we'd have a whole new show to do. But, yeah. Later on, later on. That is a another episode mm -hmm. to stand by for. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a good one. Yeah. But, but that's, that's I mean, another that's series. I mean, something else to think about is you said that they did all of those photo shots. Photo shoots, her, yeah. Her photo mom shoots. and the, her husband. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he dies and then she's out of the right. picture. Do you think that um, word got out that maybe they were having an affair? Maybe they did. Well, and that's a, yeah. And that's something too, is that because. And then he Brittany, she had to get rid of him so that. That's what, and that's what I was, kind of, well, that's what I was kind of wondering though, too, is that like on the murder suicide type of situation that, you know, did Brittany Murphy find out that they were having an affair? And because she had low confidence in herself, and she was told by, like, movie executives when she first started that she wasn't pretty enough, she would never be a lead, you know, like, she was told out of the gate that, like, she just wasn't good enough, which well, I think she did role, clueless when she was in... Her first roles in that um, 
Clueless. Even in, in the Clueless? girl interrupted, but the other one you said before oh. that, um, her first um, movie, Clueless. I mean, well, she played a part Clueless. of over what you know, overweight, insecure yes. person. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, that was Clueless. Yeah. Clueless. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and that's what you know, and then yeah, and then um, Alicia Silverstone's uh, character Cher kind of did a makeover on right. her, and she became. The new it girl in the school yeah. yeah but that's what you know she was told she would never be a leading lady and so that's what she had like dark auburn hair in the beginning and that's why she dyed it blonde and she lost weight and you know she kind of did a makeover to herself and then that's when she started getting bigger roles and unfortunately because every girl has to be blonde and a size zero zero mm-hmm. but um so that's yeah. I just kind of wonder though too is that did she find out about an affair between her mom and her husband, and then her husband had took everything from her, and she just thought it's going to destroy my career, it's going to destroy my life, and then she just you know decided oh, I'm done kind of thing. Well, but I don't you know like I don't know how you give yourself pneumonia. So. Well, I, I know, but it, 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 and then her mom to still be alive after bed. Battling yeah. cancer, and then uh, you know right. her taking care of her mom and buying her this big luxury house, and then finding right. out maybe that her husband and her were having an affair all along. Right, and I mean for him to come into the picture and boom, bam, you know maybe he was already around but, and just wasn't. I mean, any kind of person that's like a con artist, though they're charming and they they know how to. Right. manipulate the situation right. to get what they want and you know so you know maybe i you know because to me i kind of lean towards him or you know like mom kind of was that scapegoat person and then who knows but maybe it was you know maybe it all is this conspiracy theory but when it comes down to it they had toxic mold in the house and for some reason maybe one of the medications her mom was on and it all it kind started of prevented in- her for, into that house right right and so maybe her mom was on some kind of medication that helped her immune system or you know kind of helped prevent her from getting that you know any sickness from the toxic mold so maybe true true you know because i mean when you're going through those kind of health issues you're put on these you know but i mean you have no immune system but i think you know some of the medications that you are put on or especially with cancer you're put on steroids or you know, um, those kind of things that it could have knocked out any sickness that she had right away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. I, just do, I do remember the Hollywood people being very, like, when she died, they were like, you know, right. he, she got hooked up with whatever that right. was because he had a reputation of conning right. people and, like, they just couldn't believe that she ended up with right. him, of all people, because... Yeah, right. She's gonna marry somebody. Right. And I don't understand uh, why she would have married somebody like that. And I didn't see that she was married to anybody else. Uh, Wikipedia doesn't have it. It just has Simon as her only spouse. But I do think she was engaged to Ashton Kushner she and she maybe some Ashton. other else. She was engaged to him, but they never got married. When yeah, they made so that I movie wonder... when they went to Europe and you know, they just got yeah. married. Yeah. They were engaged yeah. at that time. I mean, I guess I didn't know this. So Simon Manjack, I guess, is 
he was a British screenwriter. So, yeah. and then, yeah. um, so I, yeah, I guess I didn't realize he was in yeah, the industry as well. History where those Hollywood people knew that he was mm -hmm. you know, history. So, well, yeah, so she was married. She only dated Ashton Kushner. This is all from Wikipedia, so I don't know how true it is, but she only dated Ashton Kushner, and it was around the time that Just Married was being filmed. And then she got engaged to um, one of her ta uh, talent managers, and then she was engaged to um, a production assistant as well. So she was engaged twice. It looks like maybe both in... 2005-ish or early 2000s, so um, yeah, kind of like back-to-back -back dating engagements kind of thing, but and then she got married in 2007. So she broke off her engagement in August of 2006 with the production assistant and, and then she, in May of 2007, married um, Simon Monjack. So like they didn't, you know, I don't know. They may have known each other, but they've got married very, very quickly. So, oh, and I guess, oh, okay. So personal life on Wikipedia, it does say too. I didn't really get into, you know, all the details of her personal life when I was doing my research. It was just all more about her death, but she lost um, a lot of weight, which led to rumors of her being addicted to cocaine. Um, in the early 2000s. But that, again, goes back to, um, I think, with her confidence. She just had no confidence. Which I think, too, you get into the movie industry, you have to have some thick, thick skin. Because if you don't look like a Barbie, you're not going to be that it girl. Well, they have yeah, some so. girls. Um, I'm trying to think of that one girl now, blonde hair. Um yeah, blonde, blonde hair. hair. Blue eyes. <laughs> it is Rebel, getting... Rebel Wilson. Oh, Rebel Wilson? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, she now lost a lot of weight. She's lost a lot of weight. But now she's claiming she can't get any parts because her parts yeah. were always the yeah. funny she... girl. That yeah. The, I think she's best known for as Fat Amy. Right. But... Yes. That's all, from pitch... all of her parts were it's from Pitch Pick. <laughs> Yeah. That's her character's name in Pitch Perfect. That's the joke, Mom, is she calls herself Fat Amy so nobody else will yeah. call it behind her back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, and the, she did say, too, that she lost weight because of, um, she said, like, health issues, but she wants to have kids, kids and she yeah. was told by doctors she wouldn't be able to have kids at the weight she was at. Which doesn't so I think that's what kind of started this. Like, that's such a no, odd thing it to doesn't. say. Um, yeah. But I mean, they but are I trying to be more diverse now. But back in the early two thousands, it right. it was a strict no, like was... you are skinny, you're blonde, you're this that well, and this. And that's a, you know I think I mean TikTok again too. But I mean t I see on TikTok all the time that like the body image it was so distorted in the early two thousands yeah. because you had people who were real thin and and then if you were i mean look at jessica simpson i think it was in 2004 yes. she was like a size four and it was she was blasted all over of being fat yeah. because she had high-waisted jeans on and you know like it's just and she was like a size four yes yeah i remember that. probably weighed 115 pounds yeah you know so it's just like you know like 
it's just, and then that's something too that I, I see it on TikTok all the time too. That as like as humans, we have this like who knows where it came from, but I'm gonna say white men. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like we have this like perfect image of a woman is like you can't be over 120 pounds. But in reality, guess what? You know, like I know somebody that is a female that's six two. I guarantee she doesn't weigh 120 pounds because she'd be skin and bones. You know, like you got to think about that too. You know, like she probably weighs 150 pounds, which most people think sounds fat, but in reality, she's six two, so she's super super skinny. Yeah. But then you know, it's just you know like I don't think people put into perspective of what 200 pounds looks like on different people you know so it's just that's all true but uh, also in the media this just got into a soapbox about think of a couple (laughs) couple women that are very heavy right they're promoting themselves like well that body positivity yeah you can't hold it against them i'm thinking of the girl that's on um some show. It's real popular. I don't like it, but are you talking about all about t- us? Yeah, I'm thinking about Something the TLC, the TLC show that's really popular right now. The, like, oh, and those two sisters. I did not go there when I heard TLC. You know, there's two. That's, I was thinking of the females. I was thinking um, the singing group TLC. Oh, I was gonna go no. chase some waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> reality show and it's two sisters and they weigh a thousand pounds yeah yeah that's what yes yeah, yeah. well you should not be promoting well, that well, i mean i understand you can't hold that against them and you shouldn't like hate on them because of that obviously that's a problem but you can't have a show glorifying that. right when I, now they've got I, all these followers that follow them all around no, but I also be- think that it's not glorifying their weight. I think it's just kind of glorifying their, their not glorifying either. It's just showing their lifestyle because that's something too. They didn't get to that weight because they wanted to. No, It's just something like well, I, I I, I've never seen this show, so I don't know what it's about, but I've seen like previews and it's like, oh, our mom told us that, you know, like you can't gain weight if you're, you know, you eat sugar and you follow it up with a diet, diet Coke. Like, who in their right mind right. thinks like that? But that's what, like, it's almost like they were brainwashed as kids but, to think that way. Yeah. And I don't, also, like, I heard woman, somewhere. That there's a woman that's on that them. All About Us show. I don't I know what her name is, but she's on all the other shows. She sings and stuff, and they're always, you know, glorifying how beautiful she is with her curves and stuff. But that's something, too, that, like, She's going to have a for... eye at any minute. You can see that. Okay, you know but I mean? you I don't know, know that. I because... have to say, wait, I'm not saying I understand. But no you don't, wait, know. But, but like, you don't know that either, though, too. But a, a lot of, a lot of females, especially, a lot of their, like, their body weight is more because of their hormones are imbalanced. It's not because they're not eating healthy or they're not yeah. working out. Because, Health has nothing to really know, like, do with there's it. There's some people that Right, it's more hormone based, and then you have, you know, like eating disorders where there's people that you know become anorexic or bulimic. But then you have the other aspect of people that are overindulgent on eating and they can't control how much they eat. Yeah, but a lot of it that. kind of rolls down into 
it's it's all your hormones are imbalanced and you know like i think especially like when a when a woman is pregnant and it has a baby her body's not going to bounce back the next day you know she's it. still going to look like she's pregnant overweight but but it's i have my own issues i have my whole life i understand the weight issues but it's but not I'm even saying, that like it's i don't know where i'm glorifying myself how beautiful i am because i'm overweight neither but that's know? i mean but i don't think they're doing it they're not glorying they're not glorifying it as yeah, healthy not... or anything like that they because even even if you're they're skinny just confident in themselves yeah like even they're if just trying to say mean you're people healthy. need to accept yeah, like it's people not, need to right. accept the real world. I know that women right. are not a size zero. I know so right. many people who are stick thin and they eat junk food all day long and they don't right. exercise and they don't yeah. do anything healthy. And well, metabolisms are able to and work even it out. the heart attack okay, thing. We're, we're, way off, we're way off track here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, now you want to call way off topic, Dad. <laughs> this topic is we way too way much for but that is something though too that I mean it just it I think our world has been brainwashed to think that yeah. especially yeah. women oh, need to be a certain size and shape. Listen, and guess I, what? I'm a size two person is not gonna I have had nobody's had more weight problems than me. I'm just saying, how many girls are they influencing to say, Oh, look at her. They're I not, could be that I don't need to diet. She's beautiful. Like, you know, I don't they need, don't to, need to. That's not what they're. They don't need to. Absolutely, diets are terrible. Diets are terrible. Diets are the worst. They are but, killing people first of all, uh, because they're not right. getting the nutrition they need. So, uh, right. I, I hope that. And they, what they're really promoting, yeah. I hope what they're they really inspire these girls. Promoting is just being confident in your own skin. Yeah. Because right. everybody's got their own insecurities, so. Guess what? If I want to wear a crop top, I'm going to wear a crop top. And if you don't like it, too damn bad. Do, yeah. That's not your decision. Yeah. And if you don't like it, keep walking. Right. Well, you you don't have to look at it. You come over and see what I'm wearing. <laughs> Good. I feel comfortable in your body. Yeah. <laughs> I remember somebody singing about being sexy and he knows it all the time when I was a kid. So <laughs> I got my confidence from somebody. And that's what I think the biggest thing is just promoting that self-worth. And, you know, it's just because somebody thinks you're fat doesn't mean that it's going to destroy your life. Yeah. You know, be confident in your body and figure out well, what works best for you. And I'm not talking about people being overweight. This girl but is... that's something, too, that like. And they talk about you know, that like on some, the show is that she's going to are... die. Like she, every time right. that she goes to the right. doctor, like they show this. <laughs> on the show that like every time that sister the you know the really really big one they say you're gonna die like you if you do not change you're not going to make it and she's had right. multiple health scares even just in this year um so it they're not promoting her as you know you should be like her okay, but they're really watched, showing the side effects of this i only right. watched two episodes of this thing but one of them was they went to a fan thing where their fans came you and where know, all of their fans like a, morbidly yeah, obese no okay they but all no over, and they were you are you're so much inspiration you know for us oh yeah mm. yeah well i don't know i don't really watch tlc i don't really like that channel but i mean look at all the people all the celebrities 
celebrities that we have. I don't know if you want to call them celebrities, but there's a lot of TV shows on that channel that the people are, some of them are in jail because of child pornography mm-hmm. or, you know, you know, they have this so-called perfect marriage in, in the show, but then in reality, you know, they have 8,000 children and they're divorced now yeah. or, you know. I think a lot of it too, Dad, is people are fascinated to watch other people. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's what it comes yeah. down to. Because do you think that Octo Mom, I can't remember what her real name is, but she, you know, like, people were fascinated by her. Right. And they were fascinated about the lives of her how many kids did she have? Because she had eight, and then she one eight, when she became she famous. Some before two, that. two twins before, or twins before, but you know, like they're still fascinated, and they still run stories about where are they today? These twins and or the the octuplets. You know, I think people are just fascinated by the it's drama of other Paul people's Smith lives. On TV just the other day. Right, I mean, exactly. And how this all relates to Brittany Murphy's death, I have no idea. Well, <laughs> we're here. Well, we're back <laughs> we're full circle because now Dad said Anna Nicole Smith, who Anna Nicole Smith died mysteriously. Died mysteriously. So we're back full yeah, circle. That's another mystery death because her her son died first, and then you see, I think bad. Anna Nicole Smith. Really I think she. Yeah, I feel like she died of a completely <laughs> like broken heart because her son was like everything to her. Right. Well, she and he was... died, and I can't remember how he died. I think he died of a drug overdose in the room that her yeah. boyfriend or whatever the guy's, yeah. whatever his thing was, gave him. Yeah, and, and I feel like I he, say he gave her, the kid her medicine. You know, she was in the hospital oh, baby, yeah. so they gave her more. Right, yeah, that's right, yeah. Gave yeah. it to the kid, and the kid died. Well, yeah, he wasn't a kid right. either. He was like 20. Yeah, I mean, he was young, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I feel like she, because there's another female that, you know, she was this sex symbol for so long. But she wasn't very skinny either. Like, what? She wasn't super skinny. Like, she was very. Well, she was. She was. You probably remember it because, yeah, she gained a lot of weight and then she lost it, but she was in Playboy and she She was. She was super skinny. She was she was a Calvin Klein model and yeah, yeah. So when she first came out, like when she became famous, it was like she was like comparable to like Pamela Anderson kind of thing. And um but yeah, I and that's I think she died of a like a broken heart. Like she just she gave up on life when her son died. Right. And then because of the whole custody battle with her her daughter. Yeah, that, that was, was just it got dragged a drama fest no. to begin with. No, she didn't. Have that custody. happened after she. No, 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 yeah, no. she did. It... She died. Was it the... after she died? She oh, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawyer of okay. hers wanted yeah, custody, her... but the real and he was saying it was his. But yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah, but yeah, and that's another mystery. Back, but... and trying to get custody too, and right. yeah, that was a yeah. sad story. And she was that one, yeah. But right. again, she got really taken advantage of because. Right. Okay, now that we can talk about her, how about <laughs> the documentary on um, the Playboy Mansion? I haven't watched it, but I kind of really haven't want watched to. it either. Um, you gotta watch yeah. it but I bad. also don't because I know how bad it was. Like, I, I've read stories and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm I really don't. torn about it. I'm really torn about it because now all these women are coming 
forward about Intel. It's just, they were taking like, advantage yeah, it was, of. Like, they were. What were you doing there? <laughs> it's like, I, well, I get it. It's like, guys, but you were there playing that game. You know well, I mean? well, but I think again, well, it's these that was these empowerment. women that a lot of them went to the the Playboy Mansion when they were eighteen years old, right out of high school. They, they had no confidence in themselves, or they were only well, told that they were good for one thing yeah. and one thing only. And so, what do you do? Well, you and go it was and about to female be, empowerment. become that Pamela Anderson. Right. right. And uh, it was about being able to pose for, sell yourself yeah. as, you know, if this is what you see me as, right. I might as well make some money for it. Right. Um, I'll be that well, sex symbol yes, and then maybe I'll get girls, some movies out of it. Because a lot of those girls stayed with them for 40 years. You yeah. know I mean, they, they, they yeah. had careers there. But that's why, because they were always, they believed. But I also I'm, think I'm too. I'm going to make a career out of this. I, you know, yeah. I'm going to make all I can. Well, in the end, I do think though too. I feel like, and I could be completely wrong. I think this is like something I read or I I heard of. But I feel like they had like if they were, um, like the playmate of the month or you know they were you know, playmate of the year or something. Like it was like a beauty pageant. You sign a contract that you are responsible to be that face of playboy for you know that year or what you know like so you had to be everywhere you had to do everything so it's like they were you know i think if you became play the playmate of the year or whatever you kind you were forced by contract to have to to do those activities and but i also heard too that they were being they were out in those activities or they have to go to clubs and then especially again in the early 2000s you look Britney Spears, um, Misha Barton, yeah. Lindsay Lohan, all those, they're forced to go out and to promote themselves. And then they get wrapped up and I'm sure given drugs or you know, maybe they took them willingly, maybe they didn't, but then they get called, you know, sluts and whores. And you know, like, look, they're not wearing underwear today. You know, they get just plastered by their bad decisions. I hey, he's wearing underwear. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. It's good to know these. It's good to know well, these things now. Those, um, it's really good. You should watch it because you yeah. feel bad for those girls. A lot of them make lifelong careers there, and right now that he's gone, they want to tell you all the horrible stuff. Well, you well, spent forty years here doing it. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. Well, that's victim. But dumb, I also think dumb girls. I do think. You know, but I were, do think too that a lot of <laughs> your mom have. That's right. Oh, I think we here. we hear <laughs> now more more and more women are coming forward. Like look at Bill Cosby. Yeah. You know, people he's from four years ago are he's in there. He's I know, but like out there. I know, but like people are coming forward. They're becoming brave. They're seeing all these people come forward, so they're willing to tell their story yeah. now. They're not scared to tell their story because again, back then, it women were the were not the victims. They were the you know they were to blame for everything yeah you're wearing yeah. a mini score it's your oh, yeah, fault yeah. that you got raped well and, and a lot yeah. of you know, those it's because of what you're wearing and especially in these stories of you know the playboy bunnies you know i didn't watch the documentary but i've read you know a thousand stories about this you know they were told they're gonna lose their job and this is some t- some of these women yeah. that was right. the income that was right. the income for their family so like they can't they can't leave right. that job you know and that's, or yeah, they or were right. told, and I'm yeah. sure I mean, they were told. Yeah. But I w- I'm sure that they were also told, just like, what's that producer guy's name? I can't think of that one that he told you, like, 
um, oh, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, you know, it's the same as him. Like, um, I'm sure it was the same thing. Like, you do what I tell you to do, or I'm going to destroy, destroy your you. career. Yeah. I will destroy your life. Right. And so, a lot of these women just, you know, like. They kind of had to make that decision. Am I willing to give up my career or am I willing to give up my life? You know, because especially for like, I'm sure like the Playboy people, it's a modeling job. Yeah. So like you, that's what they're there for. They're getting paid to be a model with or I mean, look at what the models wear half the time. It's, you know, like, especially on the runway, they're not wearing very much clothing either. Well, even though. Right. Well, you have to watch the documentary. Yeah. But, Hugh Hefner wasn't the one out rounding these girls up. It was the girls out running, rounding up girls. Right, right. But whatever. It's not, doesn't make it right. No. I'm just saying. No. I'm just saying no, there was, but... especially that one girl that had the show. Um, Holly. Next door. Holly Madison. Yeah. Or no, Bridget. Like she, she's like one of the yeah. main people on there. How horrible yeah. it was. Hey, yeah. you made your career out of this, you know. You could have got out right. real soon, you know, but it was always. But again, I, saying, I oh, think. Now, uh, yeah. Reality show. Well, now he's dead. Okay. Well, now I'm going to tell you about how bad it was. Okay. Well. Okay. But I think she was trying to still say her story like before he was dead. And I think. Yeah. She did. For her interviews too, before. I think she's like 40 now. You know, like, I don't know how old she is, but I think it's a lot of it too is like, as women, you are raised to believe to be a sex symbol. That's how you are the the it girl or that's how you're supposed to yeah. live your life and then now we're kind of as women because guess what you're on a podcast with three women <laughs> but you kind of you grow up you find yourself worth and you realize oh wait like how this person treated, treated me, me yeah was not right yeah. and i want to oh, tell my story to prevent another girl being in that situation yeah that's what so I, I think that's what's kind of happening but i know kendall i can't think of her last name now too but she was one of the three on that girl next door show and she like i remember when she left the playboy mansion and she got like engaged and married to her husband who she's still with but like i remember it being like this big scandal like all of a sudden she's leaving the playboy mansion like why what's going and she was like it's a toxic environment and i remember it being this whole big thing and that's what I feel like when it really kind of started, especially with like Holly Madison and, and Bridget, oh, I can't remember her last name either, but, um, you know, like, I think that's when things kind of started because they were, they had that reality show. They were Hugh Hefner's, like, probably, you know, most recognized girlfriends at that time, but except for Barbie or whatever her name was Barbie. from back in the seventies. But Right. Well, I think they had really shut that down before he died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah they tried yeah. to come forward well, before his sons yeah and i know like i mean it's still it's still up and running but it's not like it was before but i know like all of his kids they don't want anything to do with it it's not even run by the hefner family anymore yeah well his daughter ran the whole company anyway it's interesting and yeah, yeah. Right, uh, women that were you know taken advantage of right and like jesse said i just like, think too it's... especially again Oh, okay. Like oh. early 2000s, late 90s. I think it was that was when, you know, people like Kate Moss, and I'm just thinking of Kate Moss as a model. She was this like the it model in that time, but she was also a cocaine addict and she was real thin. She was a model. You know, that's what people, men wanted their, 
for women to look like. Well, guess what? Unless I have a coke addiction, addiction, I'm not going to look like that. These girls, and I'm talking about the girls that worked in the clubs, you know, in the bunny outfits. Right. Not the ones that were in the But even a weekly weigh in. Yeah. Right. 10 pounds. Don't come back. You lost your. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's what, and I know, like, with those the bunny costumes there were rules that you had to follow when you wore those like you weren't allowed to sit you you had to make sure that you were wearing the right stockings and it kind of reminds me a little bit too of like hooters like with hooters waitresses if they have ripped stockings they have to go buy a new pair which they're like five bucks guess what nylons are not really hard to rip they're super um, easy to rip bend over Right, you couldn't bend over. Yeah, do it backwards. Right, yeah, yeah, and so it's like you have all these rules to keep the women as sex symbols. People in the clubs, they weren't allowed to touch the women, and you had right. Well, yeah, Yeah. and if you touched a woman, they took your key away. I mean, so they had a lot of things that protected the women. Yeah, but look at all the stories of the men who literally there was stories of men who kidnapped these girls and still were allowed to have their keys. So obviously that didn't work very well. Well, I don't know if they had or still to keep their keys, but then play, they had a whole department of people to keep that out of the news to keep yeah, to make right, sure nobody. Right. Yeah. And and those were well, anyways. Um, yeah. Watch it. It's good. That's good. Again, you know, Brittany Murphy was probably in the Playboy Mansion at one point in her life. I'm sure. Oh, sure. So, we're, sure. we're coming, I'm just, we're circling back around to the actual topic. I will so. say this too. I don't know, what are we talking about? But um, we probably... oh, the Playboy Mansion, it was supposedly haunted. Oh. So Brain there you go. Reason. There's another mystery. Maybe we can actually do an episode on a Playboy Mansion. I remember growing up too, you know, there was a lot of magazines for yeah to get. And for Playboy men, was yep. always the sophisticated one. Oh, yeah, they had right. articles about yeah. politics. They had articles. They had stories Did you read them. the articles? Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a whole story for you, but we haven't got a time for that. <laughs> I got the blame one time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was not mine. Uh-huh. But my mother couldn't uh-huh. believe that anybody else would be watch- looking at anything like this. Hmm. And so they come to find out it was Scott. And, <laughs> was uh, it? Okay, I'm going to this story really fast. Okay, so we had this hutch in the family room, and my mom wanted me to help her move it to another wall. So we're dragging it along, and I look down, and there's this penthouse magazine <laughs> on the floor. This was oh, the no. Playboy penthouse, right? So I'm like, oh, so I'm kind of kicking it along, like under the thing as we go. Because you know? you're a good brother. Uh-huh. You know, she's it, right, and so. She's like, where did you get that? I'm like, it was there on the floor. She goes, you are the only person that would have anything like this. I can tell you right now. Well, what does that say about you, that your mom thought you were the only one in the family? Right. When she lives in a house of three Three boys. I'm the only one that would have anything like that, right? Right. So then, you know. Four four men, because you have grandpa and a boy. Right, right. Right, four men, and I'm the only one. That <laughs> um, so, anyways, come to find out, it was Scott's. But <laughs> there was an article about motorcycles in it. Oh, so it oh, yeah. okay. That points to yeah, like that a little bit. Well, that now, yeah. I will. 
kid. I can forgive him. Kid. Like, give me my damn magazine back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she went. Oh. But my dad enjoyed it. <laughs> so it was probably originally your dad's, and then Scott found it, and then found the article. Yeah, probably was. They probably blamed it on Scott when it was. Really <laughs> Poor Uncle Scott. He gets blamed for everything, right? Yeah. There was a motorcycle article in there. That's why. Yeah. In penthouse. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, see, look past right. the model on the motorcycle. It's a Harley Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> I see that we've gone past our time now. So, um, All this, right. this is flies by when we do this. I know. We got so, off topic. We got off topic, but... Um, we got a little okay. off topic. But female empowerment, week, man. We can do that all day long. See, you're up next week, right? Yeah. Verbal confirmation. Yes! Okay. Yes. Um, so, um, <laughs> anyways, thanks everybody for joining us. Thanks for everybody. being part of our family. Yeah. Yes. Come join us anytime. And what do you want to say? Save. Like, subscribe, comment if you share. want. Share. Yeah. Yes. Please. Yeah. Okay. Leave us comments, questions, topics Concerns. for us to discuss. Concerns about why our family's talking about penthouse? <laughs> with a, a three year old on his way. I know. <laughs> well, everybody knows. He's gone. Oh, he's gone now. <laughs> He can't, I have headphones, headphones on, he so cannot he can't hear. hear what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, everybody yeah. knows. Okay. But we are Bye, learning everybody. very quickly. Bye. Bye. <laughs>